Who's ready to get powerful? I'm Sonia Lin, Master Healing Practitioner, Transformation Coach, and Specialist, really specializing in transition, crisis, conflict, when we can really feel stuck and lost. So today I want to talk about power versus force in this 12th episode of Living Unbroken. And what we're going to talk about are the four different levels of emotional and spiritual development. So power is really a high energy when we can tap into feeling powerful rather than, and being empowered rather than feeling powerless and hopeless. But there's some confusion versus power and control and I had said the next episodes, I was going to talk about some, you know, narcissistic traits and, and tendencies, and we were talking about codependency. So I will get there. I'm just going to back up a little bit and really talk about um, dominating and controlling and how we can get stuck in this level. And I know for myself, I was there. And oftentimes when you're suffering from codependency traits, there can be this confusion of, is it narcissism? Is it, you know, really selfish? Is it all about me? So we can't always see these things outside of us. So we are mirrors for other people. And, you know, can you think of times where people have said, oh, you're like this, and you're not able to see that through the lens you're looking at. So it's really important to, um, you know, taking that information and, you know, if one person says it, well, you know, you want to pay attention to the source of who's saying these things. But when it adds up and numerous people are agreeing to that behavior, that can be an invitation to be curious and check in with yourself um, on, you know, what what that means and, and what's going on underneath that behavioral pattern and where it came from. So in a combination of um, work I've done through Tony Robbins and through Dr. David Hawkins, really going to dive into this power versus force. And forceful words coming from force and control and coercion, this is a real low level energy. This is where disease, you know, there's dis-ease here. This is a real low catabolic destructive energy energy and powerful words and coming from the power within us where we can actually, we're so powerful, our thoughts can either destroy or heal ourselves and the environment on what the collective consciousness is putting out into the energy field because everything is energy. So we are more powerful than we know. So let's talk about the need to dominate control and control. There's four different levels of emotional and spiritual development. And these four different dimensions are how we relate to each other. And there can be challenges with, with each of them. And it's a, it's a continuum. We want to be able to not be stuck in one and shift through. It's constantly just this fear of going through these different dimensions throughout our life. And we want to bring awareness to where we are to get unstuck, to be able to shift because we are meant to, to go through and, and not stay stuck 
at one level. So the first dimension is the need to control our environment and our own life. And we don't feel safe here. When we don't feel safe inside, that's where um, I didn't used to feel safe in younger years before I healed from codependency and was able to um, take control over these you know, crazy thoughts that were going in my mind that was not who I was and nor was there truth to all of this noise and static that was going on. So this is that lowest level and we're really concerned here with dominating and exerting power over others. And, and this is where I want to change this and really say the control over others. Okay, so when we're in these lower levels of feeling helpless and despair and, you know, control and anger and, and blame to others, it's a false sense of power. This is when we're feeling really depressed and we shift into anger, it is stepping up the emotional scale to reclaim our power, but it's a false sense of power. It's still um, control and not taking responsibility. So it's not tapping into our true power to make a difference. Okay, so this is really this um, lack of power, really, this control is used for personal advantage here. So this is really that radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me? Okay, so we're really motivated by the wish to satisfy selfish needs here. And relationships are exploitive. So the really the, the real goal here is trying to dominate for our own our own benefits. And the emotion that is underneath these behavioral behaviors, the main one is fear. Okay, so this is where we want to learn to how we can heal to transition away from these issues of fear, control, and selfishness selfish desires and we want to be able to shift towards the wish to be loved so this is where there's behavioral problems you know bizarre behaviors relationship challenges uh you know i was going to say alcohol abuse but i just use the word drug abuse because alcohol abuse it is it is a drug so <clears throat> shifting into the second dimension of needing to be loved is the need to be loved by significant others. And this is really where the main focus is being cared for, nurtured, and loved. And it's higher than the first level of needing to dominate and control, but it's really still coming from a selfish place um, rather than others because there's desire here. That's really the main emotion. And the wish to be loved and appreciated can really bring out the best qualities in people rather than the our default stress reaction. But it can also result in selfishness, harm, and irrationality. And so really, violence can show up here, um, may, in situation with children, they may seek punishment in, weighing, in ways of getting attention here. Um, so when 
people are stuck at this level, their needs never seem fulfilled and there's always a frustration and discomfort here. Okay, so there can be illnesses, depression, anxiety, phobias, eating disorders, loneliness. So this is where we need to lead ourselves away from the wish to be loved and to the desire to give love and protect others, which is that third dimension, the need to love and protect others. Okay. And so this is really the highest human inclination to say, um, so the need to wish for love and protecting others really brings out compassion, generosity, and kindness that we have within us. Um, but it can also elicit possessiveness and domination. So that's where, you know, when, when we, when there's harm to others, there can be this justification in the sense of, um, you know, justifying it in the name of love. Um, so, but that's a way of how love can lead to violence when we're stuck in that energy, um, of needing to love and protect others in that sense that, you know, feeling powerless or helpless. And that's the only way to, to do that. You know, if you're a parent, the, the mama, the papa bear comes out to really be able to protect others. Um, and, and ones that we love. Okay. So when we're feeling that way of, you know, really having this deep love and care for someone, if we feel powerless, then it can resort to those indirect means, which, you know, cause harm. Now, excess concern with giving love and protection can also lead to obsessive thinking, guilt, self-inflicted violence, violence towards others. So a lot of harm can be caused here. So really the transition into the next is away from the desire to give love and protection towards the needing to repent and forgive, which is often a dimension that is so challenging. I know for myself, I couldn't see this when I was stuck in feeling, you know, we, we all make mistakes in the sense of we don't learn from them. I really have the belief that there's no mistakes if you learn and grow from them, but we all hurt other people. We are all hurt from others. You know, I'll, I'll work with my clients and working through a list of who caused you pain. And I know for myself in that hot seat of, you know, back learning about forgiveness because under the stress conflict crisis, I was not able to tap into that. I was holding on as a victim to the pain in these situations that happened to me. I wasn't able to shift to see how they were happening for me and what the silver lining was. So, I mean, I, I won't swear here, but I really would say, no, there's no effing way that I would be able to forgive this person. But the harm was on me. 
I did not have the skills and the development to shift to the next dimension, to be able to repent for what the person has done wrong and forgive those that had done wrong uh, to me. And it's, you know, the pain is inevitable. We don't always intentionally hurt others or the others certainly didn't intend to hurt us, but that is the course of life. And we are human beings here. We're, we're spiritual beings in physical bodies having this experience where it's just life is full of experience to really grow, learn, and develop from. So it's really important to be able to repent for the wrong um, and, and to forgive those that have harmed us. And forgiveness, it's so important, so essential to be able to learn how to forgive, forgive ourselves as well. Because we're always doing the best we can at every moment. If we were able to do any better, uh, then we would. Okay, If I was able to do any better at this podcast as I learn and grow through something that is new for me, then I would have done better at the time. Okay, We don't purposely try to do um, well self-sabotage, that, that's a whole other uh, podcast, but we truly do do, do uh, just as I stutter over my words, the best that we can at the time. Uh, our parents, they did the absolute best with what they had passed down to them because we are not able to give what we don't have. Okay, what was instilled in us and what we have learned. We only know what we know. Okay? So this highest spiritual level um, here of repent and forgive um, also is a place where we can get stuck. Um, so there can be, you know, grief, isolation, um, shame here. And so it's a learning process to move ourselves back and, you know, working with a coach, healing practitioner. I know for myself, I did not have the skills and development to be able to do this on my own without seeking guidance uh, because I did not have, I had it within me, but I didn't know how to access it without peeling away all the stuff that was burying it just from life experiences that weren't my fault and they're not your fault but as adults it is our fault it, our responsibility rather not our fault it is our responsibility to then clean that up and and clean up our closet and starts within our mind and clearing up our own space so then we create and feel safe in the environment because all these external ways of trying to access peace or control or power outside of ourselves externally is why we never feel fulfilled or we cannot, you know, find peace. Happiness, yes, can be felt when we, you know, purchase something new or it's, it's temporary. We don't have a sense of happiness all the time. But the joy and peace that many are seeking external is an inside job. And it starts with being able to clean ourselves up and our mind up and being able to access the heart and the forgiveness of being able to shift ourselves away from those, you know, controlling and, and, and dominating behaviors or to be loved or to protect others. 
again, they serve a purpose. We're not trying to eliminate them, but we want to be able to shift, to be able to recognize where we are, where we are stuck, and shift into that continuum of circling through um, and, you know, being at choice as far as which dimension um, is, is, you know, going to serve yourself and your loved ones best at that time and not being stuck there. Uh, so really, um, just back to shifting into what we can control. So, you know, controlling our own life rather than trying to control things that are outside of our control. Um, our own environment, our space, not being stuck there, but, you know, there, we, you know, a clean home, paying the bills, there, there is a time to, to go back and to dominate and um, control what we can, but not trying to feel better by controlling others or being stuck in this state. So we want to shift from the powerlessness into our true power. Um, so what that does is, is shift away from being excessively focused on the harm done in the past that was from others, that was from ourselves. We can get so caught up. I mean, I know I used to have an email busy as a bee because I was constantly busy and yes, a single mom and raising three children and, and working and providing and, uh, yes, it was very busy, and I'm sure many of you can relate to that. However, there's also, it's, it's the intention behind it. There was also times that I was feeling to constantly be busy because I did not feel safe to be a human being. I was constantly a human doing. One, which I didn't know, but subconsciously, to prevent from feeling. You know, the, the behaviors I had, behaviors I had in the past, I wanted to prevent. I didn't want to feel the pain of how I was or things I had done in the past. But in order to heal, we must feel them. And that takes forgiving ourselves and forgiving others. And it is a process. It's, it's not an easy thing. It is painful. However, to get to that pleasure and to get to that fulfillment and to get access to that peace, we've got to feel and go through that. And it is, a, it, it's more painful to just stay stuck and to not feel than to stay there. Because while we're trying to eliminate going through and, and numb from any painful feelings, we're robbing ourselves from accessing the other feel-good emotions that we, no matter how much we try, we can't get to from, from, you know, whatever we've been told success was, other people's definition, whether it's from control and dominating or from financial success. It's really about the intention behind it. And that is why I'm so passionate about healing from pain to find our own inner passion and access our true power because that is where the peace, joy, and fulfillment that 
we all want. We all want to feel loved and fulfilled and we all have a purpose here. So I want to just also mention um, these, you know, power versus force, right? So if we separate the true, where force is where the control is. Power, it's our higher state. So it's, you know, coming from force, many believe that is power, but it's a false sense of power. If we're feeling depressed or hopeless, um, you know, guilt, shame, um, the next step up, again, the, the emotional ladder is to anger, frustration. And, but we don't want to stay there long. We want to set the, um, you know, an expiration date. Allow ourselves to be upset, but it's all about the intention. What is the intention behind it? And, you know, what, what is the benefit of purposely causing harm? behind that. You know, everything is about intention. So to shift to the true power, which benefits by raising our own emotions and quality of life, that starts with raising the quality of our emotions within ourselves to then experience a higher quality um, of, of our life and really reaching towards our true um, power that we have within. That's where the healing takes place. That is where when we are love, we experience and feel the love. The force, um, that's, that's where the illness is. That's where the disconnect in our relationships. That's where the breakdown within ourselves. It's, it's there, it serves a purpose, but again, the amount of time we stay there, we do not want to stay stuck there for very long. We want to be able to just circle through and, and tap into self-mastery in the sense of knowing where we are and how to shift from one to the next. So a few examples of reframing um, forceful words, which are putting negative energy in, um, you know, into the the world into the consciousness uh, within ourselves, uh, doing harm to ourselves and then those around us, um, would be controlling. It's a real low energy uh, word where we can reframe and replace with higher anabolic um, words that give out a a higher energy and vibration is what I'm trying to say. So a few examples, and I have a long list of them, but, um, and this is coming from David Hawkins is controlling, reframing with allowing or being critical, um, replacing with approving. Okay. Low energy words. There's not a lot of energy behind them. They don't feel good. So replacing, noticing for yourself when you say you have to do something, well, replacing it with choosing. You choose, you get to do something, okay? So being really aware of the language that we're using and how it feels, even if it doesn't feel good and it's a low energy, um, you know, what you can replace it with. How about 
arrogant. If we refer to ourselves or someone else, replacing that with confident, that is a higher vibrational word or pitying someone. How about having empathy or condemning and reframing that and shifting to forgiving or analytic um, to holistic. So really being aware of the words that we're using and shifting to a higher calibrating word that puts a positive energy into yourself, into the one you're speaking to, and into the energy into the universe as a collective. Um, so I think I've talked about previously on one of the podcasts, and I, I don't have the episode here in front of me, um, just talking about the collective consciousness um, in the, the U.S. has been calibrated at about like 150. Now, 200 and below, these are very low energetic words, which we're experiencing that, the breakdown of the, you know, Western, um, you know, culture that isn't working for us. We are shifting and stuck in these lower vibrational dimensions and realizing it's, it's a fall. It's a, it's not working for us and we're shifting this paradigm shift into a new paradigm that we're more than just five dimensional beings. It's that true power within us tapping into our intuition, the uh, spiritual part that we are more than the physical. So we're experiencing the collapse of what isn't working. And now we are in the process of rebuilding and rebuilding in a new way. And, you know, crisis is a terrible thing to waste. So if you're feeling that you are in crisis, whether it's midlife or transition from divorce or the loss of a loved one or empty nest, you know, some type of transition or just from the COVID pandemic on, you know, changes that it's creating in your life, I assure you that there are blessings in these lessons and it really is up to us to shift our perspective on how we're viewing it because I know all too well of being stuck and feeling that things are happening to me and until I was able to shift my perspective and get unstuck and is you know, for years it took me and I don't want it to take you as many years as it took me from feeling stuck and hopeless that on what we can control, there's many things in life that we cannot. And the true safety is when we learn how to let go of the control. When we're not feeling safe, we're trying to control, um, everything around us. And when we really learn, which is a practice, it is a process, it is a development. Many of us were not taught these school, these skills at school or home, the true freedom and safety is when we learn to let go of the control. I'm Sonia Lynn. Thanks for listening with me today. Episode 12, power versus force. And to learn more, I can be reached through email at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, at livingunbroken.com. 
Remember, you are not broken and it's time you begin thriving that way. It's just faulty programming. I believe in you. You are loved and never alone. In love and light.